Welcome back to New to Medical Device Sales. I am your host, Jacob McLaughlin. And today, I have the most special guest. I know I say I have a lot of special guests, but I have the man, the myth, the legend, uh, best friend, my partner, uh, my teammate, and the reason I have learned anything about medical device sales uh, with me today. I am excited to bring you guys Alex Freaky because he is a legend. If you guys get on LinkedIn, you guys already know who he is. If you don't look him up, um, he's way bigger in person than he is on LinkedIn. I will just say that. Um, and then that's what everybody knows him by. Um, but yeah, I just want to introduce my teammate and Alex, welcome to the podcast, man. Thanks, Jacob. Man, it's been a while and we've been wanting to get together and do this for a while. Now is the perfect opportunity to do so. And uh, I'm stoked to be here, my friend. Yeah, yeah, it is the perfect opportunity um, for everyone listening. So Alex, again, he was one of the first people I reached out to, and he was nice enough to get on a phone call with me. He actually took me out to uh, breakfast, and then he he helped me through this whole process of getting hired. And he, again, the last year and a half, almost two years, he's been the reason I've learned anything about med device. We've been on the ground together, but you know, I got thrown in right in here. I haven't met many of my teammates, but Alex was there every single day and he, he took me through and he taught me what med device sales is. And so I always just tell everyone, he is the reason I have been successful. And he's the reason I even know anything about this industry because of the, he was so willing to go out of his way and do so much more work that he didn't have to do to help me. And I'm so excited for him that he actually has just accepted a new position in medical device sales. And we're going to actually dive deep into his interview process as a rep who already has a resume, who's been with one of the top companies in the world and been successful and how his interview process is. So you guys can hear what it's been like for him. There's going to be a lot of great tips in there, but also some takeaways that you can take from your own process. So Alex, again, man, can't say enough positive things about you, but would love to just hear, you know, just kind of about yourself for everybody who hasn't followed you on LinkedIn or who doesn't know your story, you want to kind of just tell us the, the little pitch of who you were before med device sales and, and kind of that. Yeah, sure, man. So thank you so much for all those kind words, my friend. Um, you know, uh, I'll dive into it. So we don't, uh, we, you know, don't waste your time out there guys. Listen, <laughs> I, I've been in sales forever. Um, you know, I'm 35 years old. Uh, I come from the sports nutrition world. So I've been uh, a director of sales and senior corporate sales manager for GAT Sport. Um, the creators of Nitroflex for those fitness buffs out there. It's one of the top selling free workouts in the world for the past decade. So I uh, worked for that company. Was uh, had a great time in the fitness industry. Um, still in the fitness industry. I own my own business. Uh, e-commerce website um, and uh, creating my own brand right now about supplements. So I'm still in there. You know, I do it on the nights and weekends and, and my time's packed with that. Um, but again, I did, a, I did the fitness stuff, modeling, acting, all that good stuff. And then, you know, had a, um, a degree, two degrees, one in biochemistry and one in business uh, administration marketing. So, you know, did it all. And then uh, my whole goal was med device, just like Jacob. That was it. My, my goal was to get in med device. And I did and had a great time here at the, the company that I'm with. And currently, as Jacob said, I am exiting. I accepted a position outside of the company I'm with. And um, I want to talk to you guys about my interview process uh, processes as of I went through and decided to put my name in the, out there about a few months ago. And um, yeah, I wanted to dive in there and tell you from my perspective, how the, how, how everything transpired because I, I was shocked. And I think for those of you that are trying to break in, I want you to know these things because if I'm having these um, 
experiences. I don't even know what you're going to have at this point. So, um, so as everyone knows, the new year, right? New year's huge for companies restarting their budgets, hiring. So late December, I started putting my name in the hat out there. I started getting, um, I opened up my LinkedIn. Now I, I bought that premium subscription to LinkedIn. There's a button that says like, turn on to recruiters. So I turned it on within days. I had my in- inbox flood with, Hey, I want to talk to you. I want to talk to you. I want to talk to you because I see the company I was with. Um, and I, I was like, yeah, let's talk. So I started talking like, I mean, I had a call every day, two a day and emails and, and sending my resume and everything. And it was, these are all recruiters. Now that's the key point. And I want to discuss is the recruiters. They're not companies. They're talking to me. They're recruiters. And Jacob, I answer this. What is a recruiter? What, what's their job? Yep. The recruiter is to place a client or a prospect with a company. And when that happens, they get paid. If ah, their client okay. goes. All right. So your listeners out there is exactly it. They are salespeople. Okay. They're great at it. I have two or three recruiters that I will definitely pass along to anyone that I loved working with, like on top of it, communicating, like they were amazing, but we'll get to that later. And, um, and we'll crush one of the balls or names in here, but I'll send you guys message me on LinkedIn. I'll send you their names. Um, but so they're salespeople. They're like you and I, right? They're, they, they have to know everything about Jacob and Alex and they have to develop a story to pitch to the client, to the buyer, who is Striker, Medtronic, whoever they, they want to they sell them to that they're working for. Some of these are contracted by the, um, the, 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 the companies or, you know, they're, they're sometimes they're freelance and they, they have like a message board. They're, I mean, this the recruiting world is deep and I didn't realize how deep it was until I started diving into it. There's a, re, there's a recruiter that sends your name and puts on a message board that you're in this division, this company looking to go this direction and all the recruiters, like people with like fishing lines, click on your name and then call you. It's, it's, it's a whole world, man. It's like the matrix of recruiting. So I, just so you guys know, I don't even know this world. Cause I, yeah. you know, I, I broke in like you guys know. So I've never had to go No, We talked about this on the podcast. No recruiters ever even looked at me cause I had no sales experience. So this is fun for me to learn too. Cause like I've never knew, known any of about this. So yeah, exactly. And I, I didn't either. I was shocked. So I'm talking to these recruiters and he, and then, so I started talking the first like five and I'm going to say, I talked to 30 in, in between December and now. Um, and I'm, I'm excited. They're getting me fired up. Like I'm the best person for this position. Like the position's great fired up. And then like five in, I'm like, wait, I didn't even talk to the company yet. Like they don't even know who I am. They even my name, but I'm, I'm so excited. And I'm like, wait, be, wait, I'm not even in the process yet. I'm not even in it. So like recruiters are building up their book of business like Jacob and I do in, in our territory with our doctors and, and we're building our, our pipeline and I'm in their pipeline. I'm not even an opportunity yet in, in their, in their sales force, man. Like I'm just, a, I'm just a guy that has a good resume and like whatever. So as I start talking to these companies, the stories aren't really matching on what they're looking for, who they are. The, the money's matching in terms of the financials that they're projecting because they have, that's kind of like what they're pitching to you. Like, oh my God, they're offering hundred K this and they're offering this, 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 this. So they, they're reeling you in like, oh my God, it's the coolest thing in the world. I mean, this is awesome for me. Like, I love it. 
So they're, they're, they're firing me up. They're pitching me and I'm excited. So then I get, you, you land, um, I landed every interview with the, with the hiring manager. Okay. It was just, it wasn't really I'm not saying I'm awesome, but I landed everyone got like at least, at least to the second to last round of almost everything. Mm-hmm. So my problem was I'm doing research on the companies, right? Like the, the companies, the products, like I'm going and I'm learning. I, 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 I interviewed for a, um, a company that did, um, a, uh, um, my God, it's a, it's like a vacuum for your, um, arteries, your vessels to pull out clots. Right. Mm-hmm. I, and I, I'm literally, I have a diagram of actual plastic heart. I learned, I learned the whole, it's called an extracorporeal bypass. I can build it on my whiteboard behind me. I learned it. I memorized it. Like, so I'm, I'm studying, studying, studying. These managers, not once, not once asked me about their product. They were just talking to me about me, about my sales experience, about my life, kind of how I took them through my journey, right? From, from college to now or, or whatever. So, okay. So then the next step is, they go deeper into your resume. So they, they ask like the questions and they, Hey, tell me about yourself. So you tell me about yourself. And then you, I'm like, okay, well then they ask you like situational questions. Like, you know, tell me about a time where you're going to make a difficult decision where you came on top or you failed or something. Those basic questions are what we're all going to get asked. But so then, okay. Then you talk to the second regional manager, another regional and the same questions over, and over and over and I'm like, not once did you say like, hey, do you know what the hell we sell? And I'm like, <laughs> not like, it wasn't even like, like, tell me about our company and like, what you know about it. Like, they're, they're just asking me about me and, and my, my, my background, which my background's on my resume. And, and again, companies do a background check. They're going to know you worked for X, Y, and Z. And, and, and uh, they look at your, all the way your driver's, your driver's record, driving record, like they will go deep just like the company we work for, like basically they want everything but a pint of blood. They yep. will go right into your life. And um, that even really asked me about the products. And it's, it was, it was weird. You know, I don't you think that's strange. Like, Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. You and I talked because I had someone reach out and, you know, I just entertained the call and all they talked to me was about how much money I could make. Right. And, and then they're, they're trying to move me forward. And I was like, well, you guys called me, but like we talked about, not once did they talk about the product, what the market share is, what the difference is. It was just cash. And I was like, right. You know, and the, you know, all the questions. And again, the biggest thing for interviews, I'm going to tell all the listeners out there is have app actual legitimate questions to ask them. Don't, don't ask them, Hey, how do you be successful in this industry? Don't, that's the dumbest thing you're going to ask a hiring manager. And Not they've got it asked good. a million times. Right. They like, how do you be successful? You just sell and you make money. Like that's the dumbest thing. You know what I mean? There's nothing <laughs> else you're going to be successful. So have questions ready for them. Like, you know, um, I even went in every now tip out there and I'm going to jump around a lot, guys. I, I apologize, but a tip out there is look at every company has an investor an investor uh, presentation or summit from Q3, Q4. Uh, usually by the time the year is ended, December Q3 is ended, they have that one available. You can just click it and listen to it. That's going to give you the health of the company and their mindset projections on where they're going. Those are really good things to generate questions on 
for the regional managers to show your actual interest in the financial stake of the company and how to grow it. So those are good questions to ask. Like, hey, looks like you're 30% year over year. And, you know, where are you putting, since you grow 30%, are you using any of that, that funding to you know, increase R&D for a new product coming out? Those are things that are going to get that regional manager thinking and like, wow, this guy, this guy or girl is really going in on how we want to, um, like, to grow and actually invest in, in, in the company, the brand. So um, just a tip out there. And that's next level, you know, because it, again, showing that you go above and beyond the research. And then again, like you just said, it's going to make them question things and actually challenge them to be like, you know, have good yeah. answers instead of just the, the general, what do you yeah. like blue? And then it goes on. Right. For sure. For sure. So getting back to the interview processes. Okay. So I'm talking to regional managers. I'm, now I'm trying to, I'm, I'm pumping my brakes because I'm, I'm not trying to get excited about these companies because I'm not really that far in. All of them, and I'm going to say all of them, loved me, loved everything I said, loved everything about me, said I was one of the best people they talked to. And then what happened after that, Jacob? Can you guess? Uh, you got ghosted. You didn't hear ah, Yes, the ghost word. Okay, so they gaslighted me ghosted me, jacked me up and threw me out. Didn't even want to respond to an email. They wouldn't respond to a text message. If I had their personal number, recruiters kind of went away. It was really strange. And that tells you a few different things. And I've learned that over the past few months, they were entertaining hiring people. They probably went with an internal candidate because they don't want to pay the recruiter because the recruiter gets a shit ton. And I'm sorry about my language, but a uh, shit go for ton it, man. money. Yep. They get a lot of money for hiring someone, first and foremost. Um, or honestly, they were just they're that type of manager where they just don't have the respect to tell you you did this right or that wrong or whatever. So, and I again viewers, listeners, I, I was, if I, this would happen once, I would be like, all right, we just say what it happened. It happened 95% of the time. And up until the last two companies that I was in, or I was actually wanting to go with, like the conversation was so serious on, I was going up against an internal candidate and the manager, and I saw the entire chain of conversation that the, that the recruiter had with the manager literally said, he's amazing. He's exactly what we need. You know, I'm just have to finish out, you know, basically let, letting this person down internally that they're not going to get the position and then we're going to hire him and ghost it. Like, and I still, to this day, there was not even a correspondence on my response to an email. So why, why am I telling you this guys? And I, I don't want to tell you this. It's not trying to discourage anyone. I'm not trying to put any bad negative vibes into anyone's mind. But I have three years, I have success. I have, I've closed hundreds of thousands of dollars in business. Yep. Um, I have relationships that are amazing in, in our division here in, in, the, in this state, just like Jacob. And if I'm getting these type of responses or lack of responses, I don't even want to know what some of the people are trying to break in or getting. Like, it is scary because I see all those posts on LinkedIn like if they're, they're, they're like recruiter, recruiter posts are like, um, they make fun of like, oh, companies now they want the best candidate. Oh, we want them right now. And they don't respond for four weeks. Like it's just so weird on timing and things of that nature. And I just, I had to get on here at this point in time due to the exiting of the company. Um, 
because I want you guys to know that. And I, I, I feel terrible. Like I, I, my heart breaks for those that are genuine trying to break in this industry, because if I'm having these experiences, you have to be having the same ones. And please, you're listening to this, shoot me a message on LinkedIn and let me know you're having these experiences because I want to know you are, because it may, number one, probably gonna make me feel better. You're having it too. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, uh, it's just, it's what's been happening. And I feel that there's gotta be, there's gotta be something that needs to like a shift in this that needs to be done because I know there's a lot of great people that Jacob and I talk to on a regular basis on LinkedIn that are, that are hustlers and they, they want it just like Jacob did. And like, they're talking to hundred people a day. Like, I mean, there's, I, I talked to you out there and there's some people that I, I would hire immediately. Yep. The people that are on my, my Zoom calls that are, that are continuously on my Zoom calls. And I would literally, if I could, I would find a position in the company and immediately because they're so dedicated and they really want it. So that's just one tidbit. The next thing I want to talk about, and Jacob, you have anything to add to that? Well, I just want you guys to like hear that is like, that's what's crazy. Even like with my journey, we talk about the the roller coaster. I always called it a roller coaster. One day you're the final interview and they've told you like, I was like, Hey, I'm getting a call from the VP. You're getting the job to the recruiter called me four days after I got ghosted by the recruiter and said, they went with someone else. See ya. Goodbye. And that was my relationship. That was it. But I just want you guys to hear that. That's somebody who's with one of the largest companies in the world, literally got the, saw the emails that they said, we're taking this candidate. And then just ghosted it. And I, and I agree with you, Alex, is that's the thing that's interesting. We've talked about this, how things are done in this industry um, where it can be so one way and so the other, right? For example, it's like with the companies, they have the upper hand because they're the ones hiring. But for the perspective, they want you to come more prepared. They want you to do everything and literally sacrifice your life and your free time for them. And then they like, that's the most disrespectful and disappointing thing is yeah. they can't even like, cause I, we felt it, but even you more now that you have the experience that they won't even say uh, literally three words, sorry, we're done, you know, like, or we went with yeah. someone else. See, like literally just to let you know, and they just keep you open, even yeah. though like, especially you, you made it to the final interview and they're like, yeah, you're the one we're going with. And then bam nothing. And that's the thing that's just crazy to me. But I want you guys to, you know, be encouraged that if it's happening to you, you know, like this, this is someone who has worked with one of the largest companies in the world and has had success and has built a resume, not just in medical device sales, but like, again, just on a brand for himself or who he is. Everybody knows, like when you watch Alex's LinkedIn, you know, when you watch his Instagram, you know, like we've talked about this, you know, I'm, I'm a person who's like, no one's going to outwork me and work harder. That's Alex too. You know, like, the, the, he works way harder because he's on a plane way more than I have been. And, and the amount of dedication that he's done to, to go through that and again, face that. So I just want you guys to hear that, you know, like it's not just a one and done. Like even Alex who has all this success still had to fight and claw, which again is super interesting hearing on my side as well, because, you know, kind of what we're told and what you're told when you get into the industry, right? You work for one of the giants, you have success. Well, get yep. ready. You just put your name out and you get whatever you want. Yep. And it's a, you're, you're absolutely right, Jacob. And um, make, speaking of when you said giant, make, makes me think of this next topic I had to talk about, about the interview process. And I didn't, I didn't realize is um, the size of the company doesn't necessarily make the, doesn't necessarily, I guess, um, aren't going to offer the best things. Bam, let's get into this. I'm, this has been some a topic I really want to get into because it's so, been coming up. Um, 
there are a lot of small to mid-sized companies and a lot of startups out there that really want the hungry hunters and talent out there. And they actually, they, they're, they're starting base salaries and commission structures will outdo the large companies all day long. Their offers, their, their stock options, their, the benefits and in, in starting salaries are way, way, way higher than the big dogs. Now, when I use this example, you go to a shoe store, what do you look for? You look for Nike, you look for Adidas, Reebok, whatever. You look for those brands that are like right there in your face all the time marketed, then you know, right? Well, what does Nike, Adidas, and Reebok have to do to get you? Nothing. Everyone's going to come to their door, right? Well, the smaller mid-sized companies want the talent from the Nikes, the Reeboks, and the, and the, and the Adidas companies because we're groomed in a certain way where the conversations that were, I was having were all with small and mid-sized companies. And I realized going through these process and hearing what they were offering, I was like, yeah, that's, that's what I want. I want to be, number one, I'm not going to be a number, not just yep. a number. I'm going to know everyone in the company eventually because they're small. Yep. I'm going to be paid what for, my, the, for the work that I'm doing every single day very, uh, very well. And the upward mobility is going to be a lot, not, I'm saying, I don't want it easier, but it's going to be more attainable than getting for the big companies because a lot of, there's a lot of hierarchy, especially in our division, there's like four different positions before you get to the, the VP or the director of the, whatever. So it's like, you can move up faster and have more success in your career in a more shorter time span with being successful. So I'm gonna implore you all, to do your research on the small to mid-sized companies. And here's the hard part. I didn't even know some of these companies existed yep. until I started putting my name out there and with recruiters, because you're going to go and you're going to look for the strikers and the, and the, um, the Boston scientifics and all that stuff, but you're not going to know of those, uh, the Dysis company. You're not going to know of angiodynamics. You're not going to know they're not out, they're not at that level, but they're still players in the game where they're taking market share and they're offering really good packages. So please don't just look at all of the top names because I think that you'll have more success getting into some of the smaller ones, but a lot of the smaller to mid-sized companies don't have entry-level positions available because they're small. So they're gonna have a territory manager is their starting position which some people like Jacob can walk into because of the hard work they put in. So big, big thing. The money is there in the small to mid-sized companies. And Jacob, I know you touched on that before. Yep. What's the average med device rep make? You know, so, you know, usually when you look at it, it's going to be around 150K, but depending on the years, you know, I've even seen lately 170, but about 150 okay. to 170K. So that being said, a lot of the offers that I was hearing from these small to mid-sized companies were 200 to 250 in that range. And I was just like blown away um, because the bigger companies aren't even coming close to that. You're getting that three, four years in after hitting your hitting plan and getting raises, maybe. Um, so again, again, cardiac, uh, ortho, um, sometimes uh, GI, those are going to be higher paying ones because um, 
as you guys know that are getting into med device, you have to look at the disease state. So if the disease state is very prevalent, like of course you have skin cancer or cancer, or, uh, broken shoulder, whatever, if, you, if, if more people have to get that procedure done or that ailment or whatever, the higher the pay is because it's the more bigger the market's going to be. So, you know, if you're in a very acute state of a disease, uh, of a surgery, it, it, it may not be worth it for the facility. Uh, you might not, the facility may not care about it. You, they may not get um, the re reimbursement and your pay is going to be tailored to very, something very similar. So you have to understand is look at those different things. And when you're looking at these companies is, is the, the, the product you're selling for the disease state that you're working in that has to be kind of prevalent. So um, the, 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 the tip I'm going to give you is LinkedIn. Google is not going to help you because Google is going to put all of those big names at the top. You're never going to really find the smaller ones. LinkedIn is really what is going to be the driver for the small to mid-sized company. So you're going to have to um, really search keywords in LinkedIn search engine to find these people, but they're out there and there's recruiters um, that are connected with these companies. So trust me. Yeah. And the thing, I really want to touch on this a couple points is just what we were talking about. I literally just had a recruiter reach out to me. And again, I think everybody should always entertain. Again, it doesn't mean like if my company watches it, it doesn't mean I'm leaving. Right. But I think everybody should always entertain and see what's happening. I literally just had a recruiter for one of the top uh, industries. I was talking to Alex about it uh, yesterday and he said he just talked to three reps. And that was the thing is all three reps were from the giants, the big companies. And they all said their territories are getting bigger. They're getting more work and they're being paid less than anybody else than all these smaller ones. And, and I literally will have a girl who's going to be on here in the next couple of weeks. And we talked and she got an associate. So she was one of the few that's like, it's more of a startup, but it's an associate. And she's going to be making as much as some of the full line sales reps of these big companies. Yeah. And that's yeah. an associate. And then when she goes full line, it's even bigger. And so that's the thing to think of is I, I literally just had a girl reach out on Instagram. And we talked about it is, you know, right now I have not seen a small to mid middle sized company be under 90k so it's been 90k or above even for associates right and then i always just have the talk if we're talking you know if you're talking everyone knows striker medtronic all those big names and you know like it's probably going to be between 50 and 75k like i've said on the podcast and i put on tiktok all the time that's probably what you're looking at these bigger companies but these smaller companies are able to offer that and then like alex said when you have people who are looking to grow right they have money with these startups they're looking to get growth they know they have to pay to get talent um and there's a lot of opportunity and, and then also just want to touch on the point of like Alex said is the uh, you're more close, more freedom. You're not going through the 10 chains to get an answer. You're not waiting three weeks or a, a week to, to find out one thing. You can literally call your VP up tomorrow or again, yeah. other stuff. So there's things like that that should be considered. The one thing I do want to touch on because I hear this all the time. I laugh. Um, you know, I've had a lot of people who have been in sales, not even just medical device sales, but sales or like even my accountant, when they find out who you work for, the first thing every single time, that's a great company because it's safe. That's all I ever hear. It's safe, right? Yeah. Because everybody, and even like people that I know are working for these big companies, a lot of time, that's what they hear is it's safe, right? If, if the yeah. world crumbles tomorrow, well, some of these smaller companies might, not are, might go out of business, but I know I have the security of the big company. So even though they might get compensated way less and there might be not as much opportunity, they are playing the safe game over the, like we've talked about some of these smaller companies, it doesn't mean they're going to go out of business. It doesn't, it's just, you know, if you're going with like a brand new startup, 
you could get a call tomorrow and they'd be out of business. You could be in a middle size that's growing. And again, it might just not offer, but that's the thing I really want people to talk about because like me and Alex have said, I had no idea. When I tried to break in, you just get in. But once you get inside this industry, you really start learning and you're like, wow, there's this, or you're doing that, or, oh, you can like, and I say this all the time. Oh, you can go to a different division, work literally half the hours, not have to do half the job and make twice the amount of money. Like you just don't know about those opportunities until you get in and then you learn about it. Yep. And, and, you know, there is divisions within this industry that I didn't even know existed. Um, two of those being aesthetic sales um, is, is a, is a offshoot of med device slash pharma. It's a hybrid yep. type of thing. Um, aesthetics being lasers, um, Botox type of stuff, uh, cosmetic uh, that you saw in the men's spas. Men's spas are huge right now. Especially um, out here in like, you know, this, in, this Arizona, California, California Miami's yeah. like this warm Miami, areas. Yeah, you're going to have the, the, the com- uh, few companies I talked to, I was very astonished by it. Like, you know, Botox, it's $10 a unit, you know, um, and I know that because I've gotten Botox before because I'm getting old, guys, okay? <laughs> um, it's $10 a unit, and they're making, at, at plan, $200,000 to sell a, a offshoot brand of Botox. And I'm and like, not covering a case. No, they don't go to surgeries. They just talk to med spas and wine and dine them and, you know, get the relationships there and have them try it. And it's, it's a great gig, but, um, they really, really look for the actual aesthetic experience because you kind of have to know how to sell into something like that, which is definitely a way different sell. Yeah. Different sell, big difference. And that's going to be a big drawback for a lot of people is the type of sell things are, again, we're not going to get into that, but, um, another offshoot that, I learned about is diagnostic sales. I was blown away getting someone to use a certain test in an office. The amount of money that these people were offering, I was like, so I have to get the doctor to use the test and I'm, 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 I'm done. And they're like, yeah. And I was like, in essence, in essence, they're not, that wasn't really all of it, but I was like, and you were going to pay this. I was like, wow. Like, Again, they want diagnostics because again, it's a different type of sell. You're not selling a transaction. You have to sell and create a relationship with the person that is like the MA in the office who's going to be ordering the tests for the doctor and have them on your side because the next person come right behind you and bring in some donuts and they like you that day. So a lot of different things in, 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 uh, that I, in these interviews that I, I, I've met, uh, I've people and things and learned so many things that I was just blown away. Um, one of the last things I wanted to talk about in this process was so the company that I, I'm going with, and I'm not going to say the name, of course, but um, the experience I had was phenomenal, where the recruiter was very systematic. They followed up with me previous to every call I had, followed up with me after every call. We discussed stuff very coach, very coach-like, which was really cool. Um, didn't give you any inside info. They weren't like that, but coaching you on like, like you know, if they ask this question, like, what are you going to say? Like, okay, that, that perfect. And they were st- spot on. I mean, this woman was phenomenal. Sent me videos on things to prepare. Like I was blown away on the experience. And again, they get paid handsomely for, for, for these type of things, because these, these are, they're getting a percentage of your salary in to, to get this done. And that's, that's big. They get 10% of a certain salary. That's, that's like 10 grand guys. That's a lot of money. So 
um, they want you to win and find the recruiter. And I'm going to get into the process. Find the recruiter that is not going to submit five people for that position. They're not just trying to go to a grocery store and pick off the shelf people to throw them at. Find the recruiter. When you talk to them, make sure you ask them this question. How many people are you submitting for this position? Because, you know, if I'm going to go all in, I want you to go in on me. And I want me to be your person that you you are pushing for this position, not the one in the five lineup that you think is pretty decent that might get it. I don't want to invest my time if you're not going to invest in, in me, vice versa. Because again, guys, before this, I didn't know that they made this type of money for getting me a job or getting me in the lineup for one. So the next is on the other end. Let's look at the hiring manager and let's look at the company, the people you're talking to within the company. Are they, and again, this is where you're vetting them. Are they interested, legitimately interested in who you are and what you bring to the table? Not just someone to fill a role. Yep. Like they're going to ask you these questions in the last company. Like it was crazy. And I told my wife this, like we just connected. Like I didn't even, honestly, I'm going to be, this my honest answer. I didn't even study for, I didn't even prepare because at this point I was getting burnt out audience i was getting burnt out i was like i can't do this anymore and i answered questions very off the cuff and i just went with it and it, we just connected and it was just like it by like the third round i'm like i really want this like we the manager and i think and and the process by which they want someone to sell with was just exactly lined up with i knew it and i felt it and i we just connected so when you're interviewing not every job is going to be for you you know, these companies will reach out to you or you'll get the interviews. Don't go in there desperate that you need to do something. Yep. You gotta, you gotta play that card that they need you because you're that you're really good at what you do or whatever that may be. But that's the experience I had to end out that, that run. And I had to, I was talking to a few recruiters and I said, I, I was like, I, Hey, listen, I, I got this and I let them go. But that's what you need to do as well. You have to communicate with everyone. Don't just not go to that recruiter you talked to last week and you talked to this one this week and you get the position that you, you know, just, just talk to, whatever that may be. Text that recruiter, email that recruiter, like, hey, I'm going with this company. Thank you so much. Be polite and cordial because they may come around again in the future. 100%. They may have the best opportunity of like, oh my God, this guy I talked to a year ago, is he still happy in this position? He's gonna, They're going to call you because they know that you were a really good candidate and they're going to keep you in that Rolodex they have. So um, make sure the experience is really good for you as well, because some of them were taxing. Some of them were, they gave me the runaround. They, one of them actually asked me to do a case study and submit a report on a call. And I was like, you understand I still work for a company and I have a family. Like I'm, I'm not doing homework, dude. Like not, no one's going to get me to do like extracurricular activities for them without paying me. Like understand that do not work. Don't work for someone unless you're getting paid, like know your worth. Yep. And at that point, I, I literally said to the guy, I say, listen, this is it for me. I apologize. I do not have the time to invest in this. And thank you so much for your opportunity. Uh, just did this far. It was like literally one of the last steps of this process. And I was like, couldn't you have told me about this? Like, the first time I may have to do this because I wouldn't have went this far. Um, but there's going to be experiences you're going to have out there that are really going to really rattle your cage. And they did mine. I was, I was questioning things. I was like, 
I did not experience, I did not expect some of the stuff that I went through. Um, and that's why I, I, I got, was talking to Jacob the one day, I was like, we gotta get on this podcast. I gotta tell you all what I went through. Um, and for those of you who follow me on LinkedIn, like I, I, Jacob and I get followed by a lot of people in this industry that have been in it. Jacob and I are new. We're three years in, two years in. We're no, we're not like any hero, but yep. we, we love the content and social media of this, of this industry. It's a lot of fun. You get followed by a lot of people. And I, I hope some people are there watching can tell me like, Oh, Alex, like Jacob, I had the same experience. Like, I can't believe uh, I'm really excited to get some feedback from you guys because I am blown away, blown away. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. We, we talk about this all the time. We laugh, you know, being on the social media, a, just being younger, you, you, ran the business for fitness you know the power we know the power of social media we know you know like we talk about we both get messages from people we've never met but they've seen our linkedin they see it you changed you helped me so much right and that's the thing and then number two like we've always said i've said this on the podcast a million times i never say to be an expert on anything um and and we always laugh because you know i've talked with alex about it i've got some pretty uh interesting dms from people that have been in the industry five ten plus years about how their opinions they feel about me um, sharing any information because I'm not a seasoned vet uh, like they are. Um, and I'm like, whoop de doo but whatever it is, but we just laugh. Yeah. Uh, but the thing is like, I want you guys to just hear this because like, like we talked about, Alex is a go-getter. Alex just has a brand new baby boy, which congratulations on your family, Thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you. And has been working a full-time job. And like, and when I say has gone above and beyond in the territory and in our region, I mean that like, he, he every time I talked to him, he was on a plane. He's getting ready to head out. Like this man travels is not afraid to work as well as runs. Like he talked about his supplement store has also does fitness content, tick like everything. Right. And so he's just a go getter. And Alex, like I learned so much on this because we've talked, but we haven't gone like into great detail. I didn't know anything yeah. about the recruiting recruiting world. And I'm already telling you, man, like I'm going to splice this probably a million times. Cause there was just nugget after nugget that we'll just be sharing over social media. And again, yeah. I'll send it to you yeah. that it's just like that people need to know about this. So I, again, I hope you guys stayed this long. And if you did, please do yourself a favor. Watch this again, put it on your replay list here in a week or in a couple of days, because Alex went through so much great stuff that just one time is not enough. You need to listen to that again. And again, this is to a person who's had success. Like he said, hundreds of thousands he sold, had big deals, worked for one of the top companies. And this was one of his experience. So just imagine when we can imagine, you know, like what you guys are going through. So this is the time, Alex. I want you to give all your social medias, your business, everything for you, for people to reach out. And then also if I do have a lot of people who also work out and they like supplements. So uh, hit it up so they can see you. So guys, um, you know, follow me on LinkedIn. It's Alexander Freaky, F-R-E-K-E-Y. Um, and you know, my handle on Instagram is Alexander underscore Freaky. Same exact thing as my name. Um, my, the, the, my, my business is performancesupp.com. Um, we have a store here in, in Mesa, Arizona, but we, you know, we're moving more towards an e-commerce brand. Um, we sell tons of different stuff, all that stuff. But again, I, you know, We've been having multiple streams of income is something I think everyone should have out there. Yep. And as long as you have the time and effort you can put into it, um, owning a business is a lot of work. So understand that, but, um, and don't let anyone fault you for doing multiple things. I actually would love to hire someone who had multiple things going and they could handle all of it. That would show such tenacity uh, and structure that they can handle it with family and everything. So, yep. um, 
Yeah, follow me on uh, on Instagram. Follow me on um, uh, on LinkedIn. Please ask me some questions. Um, I stopped taking a lot of calls because they're just general. So you know, um, if you're like, hey, tell me about your experience, you got to be specific when you're asking me questions to talk about because. I can tell you 1,700 stories of my experience, but <clears throat> what do you really want to know? Um, and the last thing I'm going to say to end this call is when you're interviewing with someone, and I had a call with a girl today, and she asked me, um, she's interviewing for a position in our, in our division in um, Texas, and she was um, a nurse. And at the end of the call, I was like, listen, what do you know? And she's like, well, what do you mean? I'm like, what are you good at? What do you know? If I ask you, like, if you're for your nurse, what do you know? She's like, well, the hospital. I'm like, boom. That is your meal ticket into the, the, into, yep. into the position. And she's like, really? And I'm like, you know where the materials office is. You know where the OR director is. You know where the BP's office is. You know where the cafeteria is. You know where the bathrooms are. I didn't even know where to get my scrubs when I first started. You have such a leg up on me that you, you have more. And she's like, well, there's two internal candidates. I was like, if you came to me and told me you knew the OR director is the hospital in Austin, Texas, I'd be like, well, awesome. You, you have a dollar amount attached to you right now. You have a potential opportunity to close something because you know that person. Those internal candidates that are from different states have no clue where that hospital you work in or worked at. You worked in five. Yep. You know, five different OR directors. Yep. And she's like, yeah, you're right. And she was, at the end, she was like, thank you so much. I didn't, would have never thought of that. I was like, every interview in every position you're going for is you got to do and say what you know. And if you are, you know, you have a sales experience, you know, sales, be a salesperson, sell them on you and how good you are at sales. You're a nurse, sell them on your hospital knowledge, all of it, you know? So that's my biggest tip for everyone out there is tell you your story is what you know. Do not try to go above and beyond that because a hiring manager will, will see right through you. But if you go at that hiring manager with how your hospital experience and how much you know in that hospital where everything is, they're going to be like, all right, this is why this person is the candidate I'm, I'm talking to because you're worth something to that manager. Yep. You're bringing business with you. So I'll end with that. A hundred percent. That was, I just, yeah, that's exactly like we talked about. Know your story, right? Know who you are. Because again, we've talked about this on this podcast. I have people that are bartenders, they're teachers, they're like everything. It doesn't matter your background. How do you tell your story and how can you show that you're going to provide value and be, be a successful rep, but also just come in and make a difference. And again, Alex, I just want to say thank you for this. Again, I'm excited to chop this up a million times. And then again, just want to say, you know, first off, thank you. I know we've talked about again, Everybody, I just want you to go. This is the guy who helped me break into med device sales. He is the reason I'm successful. He took me to all my accounts. He handheld me when I needed it. He took a million calls from me when he didn't have to. And I know I did it a lot. And he is the reason I am successful because he was willing to go above and beyond and just help me even when he didn't have to and wasn't getting paid for it. So Alex, I just want to say thank you so much, man, for everything. Um, I, I appreciate everything you've done for me. I know this is going to help a bunch of help or, or help people listening. And also, man, I'm so excited to watch you crush it in your new, your new position at your new business. Thanks so much, man, for those kind of words, and, and, and you're welcome. And, and uh, I, I tell everyone that I talk to, I take calls from that um, they know who you are. And I'd say that, you know, you're the one who reached out to me and had breakfast and coffee with me, and you made the effort and you did it. So you're the one who put in the work. I saw you, I saw the work you put in, and I knew 
that someone had to give you that nudge in that direction. And uh, I had I had help too, and like everyone else, the best thing to do is have a relationship with that person that can push your resume forward. And that's what I did for you because you put in the work and you had a notebook with you and all those people in it. And I was like, I never even did this. Like, damn, like this has put me to shame. So that's that's what I I, I, I saw in you. And I know that you're going to be, regardless of what the, you're going to do next in your career, it's, you stay at the company you're with, whatever. But uh, we, you and I will always be friends, man. You're, you're, uh, you're, you're a good dude and, and uh, definitely glad we met two years ago. So same right back at you, man. I appreciate that. And for everyone who's listening and watching, if you guys can press that like, and subscribe button, if you guys are watching on YouTube, trying to get my words out, that helps us grow the channel. If you guys are listening on the podcast, a five-star review helps us grow. Like I said, we've got over 200 five-star reviews and that's just a thank you to you guys for the support. Everybody who just tunes in and the community, it's just getting more fun and fun. If you guys want to reach out again, like Alex said, LinkedIn, you guys can find me at Jacob McLaughlin. You guys can also find me TikTok, new to medical device sales, Instagram, new to medical device sales, put out videos. I try to do daily. It's usually several times a week, um, but just try to put content out there. And then again, if you guys are interested in grabbing the ebook of how I broke in, got four job offers with no previous sales experience, go to new to medical device sales. Link is in the description. You can get that guide for breaking into medical device sales. And then again, had that new book out, the second one called First Year In, just sharing my experience, everything I learned, um, what I went through, how I've had success, what I've done to close some of the deals and have success in my first year. So grab that if you guys would like to. And then again, if you guys just go to new to medical device sales.com, you can just put your email in. It will shoot you a 30, 60, 90 day plan right away. So you can use that in your interviews. And also we'll add you to our email list where we are sending out weekly emails just to give you guys resources. So again, you guys, I just want to say thank you for the support. Appreciate you. And again, Alex, thanks again for jumping on. Thanks, man. See you, buddy. Yeah. All right. See you guys.